Uh, joining me now, uh, in fact, we've got Graham Edgler, who is the Wellington lawyer representing Justin. Hello, uh, Graham. How are you today? Good, thank you. So, number one, what, what was the decision? Mate? What, why, why the decision to recount? Well, I think Justin wants just to be sure that the result what it was. I mean, particularly now that the uh, the returning officer has released some of the information about some of the what are called partial informal votes. Um, if some of those votes, three hundred and two of them, uh, the voter. Uh, gave a clear preference for, for either Justin or Andy um, and the difference between them on those votes, which weren't counted in the end result, was uh, mm. was 80-some 80, 80 votes. Uh, and if those votes, um, where each of those voters clearly chose between one and, of Justin and Andy, um, if those votes had been counted, um, and we say they should have been because the, the voter was clear as to which of the two they preferred, um, Justin would have won. Yeah. And so there, there's some 5,000 other votes which uh, some people voted for and, and weren't counted in the, in the final count of the vote um, when it just got down to between Justin and Andy. So, you know, take a look at those as well. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, you know, the, sure the, 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 right. the rules were clear. You did it like this, you know, and you do it like this and then you do that and then it's a legal vote. And if people actually got it wrong, well, that's not a legal vote because then you come back to the intention to vote, which was the whole thing that soured the Florida uh, recount uh, in America with the hanging chad where they said, well, that shows that person had an intention to vote this way. It does come down to the intention to vote. Um, that's what the law says. The Court of Appeal has said, you look at the voters' intention. If you can work out what it is, you count the vote. I mean, sometimes you won't be able to work out what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, the person's left the voting form completely blank. No idea who they voted for. Uh, they've put a tick next to every name. You know, can't count that one. But if you can work out who... The, who they actually intended to vote for. If you can work out, did this person prefer Justin Lester? Did they prefer Andy Foster? If you can actually work that out just by looking at the vote, um, we're going to tell, we're going to suggest to the judge that that vote ought to have counted. So, uh, so did Justin uh, uh, apply to the judge, and did he have to pay nine hundred and fifty dollars for for the privilege? Is that right? Yes. So yeah, there's okay. a, there's everything you file in the district court basically has a two hundred dollar filing fee, mm. uh, and there's a, an extra seven hundred and fifty dollar deposit in, in the, in the uh, local electoral regulations that's also required to be to be paid in. And then, um, so and then filed. Yeah, and then you argued to the judge, we reckon it should happen because of this, and he's decided yes. Uh, the judge has not made a decision yet, uh, and so we, we filed the application this ah. afternoon. Uh, it'll be in a, a pile of a judge's paperwork somewhere, might get, get to it this afternoon, might get to it on Tuesday or something, decide what the next step in the process is. Is, um, yes. is the there judge. a chance that the judge will say nah? The judge, it is up to the judge. So this is general election. Any candidate for a general election has a right to a, a recount. A, Candidates in local bodies, um, e even the one where there was a tie uh, uh, up in, uh, I think it was Whangarei, uh, two candidates were tied. You don't have a right to a recount. Uh, you have to apply and have good reasons. So uh, we've filed the application. We've filed uh, an affidavit from Justin pointing out, you know, here's the closeness of the result. We've filed an affidavit from uh, mm. uh, Professor Nigel Roberts at Victoria University saying, like, here's some of the problems. You know, here's why it's good to have a recount, of, particularly when the votes have been counted by computer. Mm. Um, you know, the vote is close, uh, you know, 0.1% of, of the votes between them. Um, it's not guaranteed they'll change and maybe the result stays the same. And then sort of everyone's just doubly yeah. assured that that's the, the, right. the result got correct. Graham, but, some, uh, some, some, some basic questions. Why is this at the foot of the ratepayers? Well, also their insurance. Whereas, as I understand it, in the uh, parliamentary elections, the cost of the recount is uh, borne by the uh, person who applies for it. 
Uh, in a parliamentary recount, the cost of a recount is borne by the Electoral Commission. Oh, okay. Thank you very so much. That's, that's, so no, that was no wrong. Uh, no All right, okay. So I got that wrong. This is good. This is why we have someone who knows what he's talking about here, which is you. Okay. Um, $100,000 is the estimate from Election Z. Um, Election NZ. That seems like a high amount, really, to it do a recount. Could you tell me how, how why it costs well. that much? How much? What what are the costs involved? I I'm I'm not sure. I know a, a recount for a for a general election, you know, you know just a candidate in a, in, a, in a general election seat. Uh, I think they tend to cost sort of thirty or forty thousand dollars, depending on you know what size, how number of votes. You know, does it take three or four days to count? Um, I really don't know how it could cost as much as $100,000. I can see it would be a little more expensive than a general election maybe because of the STV and they've got the, the numbers to calculate. Yeah. You know, you've voted by ranking. Uh, $100,000 seems high to me, um, but that's that's something that the judge can look at and take into account. Um, uh, we have asked for a hand recount, um, which I, I think would probably be cheaper. Um, they wouldn't have to hire in all the computers again and the scanners that they use to try and work out how people voted, um, so that that could be cheaper. Um, you know, sort of double check that the computers actually got it right. Um, but I mean, it's that, that's where we're at. I mean, it's a, it's a company <laughs> that's trying to make a profit, which you know, the general election, yeah. you know. It's the Electoral Commission, which is a government body. Yeah. Uh, um, elections.com is a, is a private company, and they're trying to make a profit, so I'm um, good for them. Uh, you know, they do all sorts of elections. You know, you've got a board of directors. They'll do the spark elections you know, for the board and things like that uh, as well. Um, you know, they'll, be, they'll, they'll have their margin in there, um, and, and good for them. Uh, we, we need people to be able to sort of STV voting can, can take a while to count. Yeah, okay. need people so, who are good at it. So you're asking, you're asking at. for a hand count. You're asking for a hand count. Yes. And apparently, that what's that? Uh, $250 a day per person. I, I don't know. That would be a guess as to how much it would be. You know, so that's, twenty-five bucks an hour, ten hours a day. That seems fair. Now nah, that's thirty. Um, okay, I'll tell you, that's thirty-one dollars an hour for an eight-hour day. And I've been talking to uh, truck drivers who are getting twenty to twenty-five dollars an hour. <laughs> maybe, maybe even my estimate is is, is no. over. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm not seeing a hundred thousand. Um, but uh, mm. that would be something to ask elections.com, not me. I'm mm. they're the ones who are charging the fee. Um, we're just sort of following you know, the, the set cost in the, in the, in the local electoral act. And meanwhile, um, Justin Lester is obviously paying your fees as well, isn't he? I hope so, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not working for free. No, but, good. Uh, no, I just wondered whether he was going to make a claim, whether he was going to make a claim to the council that, uh, to hire you to make the application that he gets, you know. No, 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 that is not something. The council, uh, elections.com, uh, could, will, will, will not, under any circumstance, I think, have to pay my, my text, uh, fee for te- my involvement. Text for you, Graham. Someone's written in and said, if someone wrote Jacinda Rocks, instead of actually ticking the appropriate box... Would that be counted as an intention of a vote? Uh, it wouldn't, because you can't be. In New Zealand, at least, we don't have write-in votes. If they wrote that and also ticked a box, that would count. Right. Um, but you've got, there were nine candidates. They're the only nine candidates you can express an intention to vote for, because they're, they're the only nine candidates you can right. vote for. So, but the, here's the funny thing. That means with the SDV system, you do have to write, because you have to put a number down. You do, yes. But and if, instantly, you, you get a weakness. If you put a single tick next to someone, they count that as your one. You know, they uh, they do try, or they're supposed to try, and you know, if they can work out, you know, try and come up with a way for your vote to be valid. You know, you put a tick next to 
Justin Lester's name, mm. they should be counting that as a vote for Justin Lester. If they put your tick next to two or three people's names, you know, it's a bit harder now. But, um, if, you know, if you you should be voting with numbers. But uh, if you vote in a way where someone can look at it and think, I know who this person voted for, yeah. then um, then your vote should count. Right. Um, Okay, Graham, you've been very, uh, it's fascinating, actually, uh, and very interesting. I, I mentioned before that, you know, there should be actually some automatic trigger so we don't have to go through this sort of stuff. Because when you're talking 62 votes, which is, you know, basically a difference of 32 can change the election, and you're talking about 55,000 total votes, uh, uh, that's very small. And I would it have is. thought it's within the, it is within a margin of, um, of, uh, uh, error. It's within a margin of error, and it would be nice to know that if you had a margin of error of say one percent, uh, that there was an automatic recount, so we didn't have to go around this argy bargy. Because I can tell you, not a lot of the uh, not a lot of the ratepayers are now liking Mister Mister Lester because they feel that he is wasting their money. Uh, well, um, so far at least, he's only been spending his own money on this. So it's up to the judge to decide whether a recount will actually happen. Yeah. Um, your suggestion of should there be an automatic recount with something, um, well, we said before we got some evidence from a professor of political science at, at Victoria mm. University. Um, he points out that the number of US states where they have automatic recounts, uh, and then every, every 16 of them have, have automatic rules for when they've done a computer count, when they have to do a hand count to just double check. Uh, under all 16 that have rules mm. about when you do these, uh, this is close enough. Some of them it's, you know, half a percent few 1%, uh, some a quarter percent or 0.2%. Um, any test that they've got uh, in, in those 16 states, uh, all of them, this would be close enough that you'd be doing yeah. a hand recount just to make sure. All right, Graham, thank you so much. And I hope Justin Lester pays you. But I think he will. He's already paid the uh, other fees to get into the court and all the best. And thank you so much for telling us uh, the story.